Hello, you all. Welcome to the Good Girl's Guide to Being Wrong and Happy. You are here with your co-hosts, Stephanie Richardson and Heather Smith. Welcome, everybody. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show where your wrongness is really a strongness and happiness is just a choice. You can choose it if you'd like to. Like, are you talking to me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because the woo was so enthusiastic. <laughs> well, that's irritating. <laughs> yeah. I know. Happiness is always annoying. <laughs> Luckily, our show today is actually called Infinitely Irritating. I, I wonder if that has anything to do with the, uh, the possibility of being infinitely happy. To the to the chagrin much to the chagrin of others. <laughs> yeah, indeed, it could. Just because the uh, word has grin in it doesn't mean that it's about happiness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, it's just so funny. Like, how many times in your life have you been truly happy, totally laughing your ass off, and people are telling you to be quiet? or behave yourself or ask you what drugs you're on or wonder how drunk you are. (laughs) It's like there's no, no room in this world for just being happy just because you're happy for no reason because you're happy (laughs) unless you're like under six years old and then maybe. (laughs) And then then it's go outside. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) You'll be happy outside. Go outside. Yeah. So I before we slather you in bug spray and in um in sunblock. sun protectant <laughs> and uncomfortable clothing and are you happy now? <laughs> That'll teach you to want to go outside. I didn't want to go outside. I just wanted to be happy. <laughs> so I I'm the one who actually came up with this topic and uh <laughs> like Am I really going to go here? Okay. Um, (laughs) But uh, with the infinitely irritating, like there's so, I know in my own life, I've found so many times me, just being me is irritating to other people. (laughs) So I will say that. I haven't noticed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's, so like I'm mostly a happy person actually I laugh a lot I find the humor in life <laughs> I see the total weird bizarroness in life and mostly laugh at it <laughs> and, um, and for the people who take things very seriously and life is a serious thing they're the ones who get super irritated <laughs> other people who oh. like to be happy or who are super happy but maybe don't let their face show it all the time. <laughs> They're the ones who like it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the ones who aren't willing to be happy and who are incredibly serious, they can't stand it. <laughs> there is so, something uh, that a friend of there's something that a friend of ours has said numerous times. He's like, "Oh no no no! What are you doing being happy in front of everybody? Just pretend like you're crying when you go to laugh." <laughs> yeah, because yeah, then you don't want others like, oh. to find you irritating. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, 
I don't know if we even really want to go further with this topic or if we'd like to go in a different direction. But um, what do you have to add, Stephanie? I'm going to put you on the spot. (laughs) Oh, the tables have turned. The tables have turned. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, this is one of those things where, um, for me, one of the things about being a good girl, and we rarely, rarely talk about why we named the show in part because every time we have something weird has happened, like the recording has disappeared, or <laughs> all of a sudden, yeah, uh, all of a sudden we drop off air. So we haven't talked about it that much. But um, yeah. one of the one of the things about being a good girl is that that is oftentimes or it oftentimes requires that you look at everybody else's world to find out who you are, right? If you're on a desert island all by yourself, there's no such thing as a good girl. There's no such thing as a good boy. There's no such thing as a bad girl or, you know, no such thing as a bad boy. The, The good and bad ceases to exist the moment that everybody else ceases to exist. The second that they leave your universe, the second that you leave them behind, um, then the second that all the good, all the bad, all the right, all the wrong disappears. Yeah. So, um, so the thing about this is that infinitely irritating or the choice to be infinitely happy could be just a choice. But the second that you include everybody else, now all of a sudden you're looking to see whether it's okay to be happy or it's okay to, you know, have fun or it's okay to make the choices that would actually create a greater life for you. And everything starts to go into the hopper of, you know, will this destroy my relationship with this person? Will this hurt the re- this relationship with my this person? And so now instead of you just choosing to be happy, you can be as happy as you can be as long as it doesn't annoy someone else or destroy a relationship and so this is where I find that this is a really interesting conversation is we do have the choice to be happy Um, it may or may not seem like a choice but if you again if you were on a desert island all by yourself um, you know is that a choice you'd be willing to make or would you would you actually like walk around pouting all the time or being unhappy all the time, or or would you just go, oh my gosh, there's nobody else here to disrupt or upset. Like, what do I want to do today? You know, <laughs> I just get this very clear image of somebody walking down a beautiful sandy beach, <laughs> just a totally grumpy face on. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm just entertaining that's myself basically over what here. We do, it's, yeah. Well, no, I mean, that's basically what we do when we're unhappy. It's just, it's equally as ridiculous. Only we have all these reasons and justifications why it isn't ridiculous. No, it's not ridiculous. I'm unhappy because this person treated me mean. Well, okay. <laughs> what does yeah. that have to well, do with you? That just means that they're being an asshole. It doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you. Fake the cry, have a good time anyway. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and that's one of the beautiful things with the tools of access consciousness is that they really empower each of us to choose whatever we'd like to choose, not from the right and the wrong or the good and the bad, and not from reaction to what everybody else is choosing. I mean, you described it so well, Stephanie, with that 
you know, living our life to only fit other people. Um, I know I've, I've done that so much in my life, and as I've let it go over the years and made new choices, um, it's, it's a whole new world. I mean, <laughs> it's like so many, so many choices are available that I would make and do make that are totally different than what other people would choose or like me choosing. <laughs> you know, I've had plenty of people, I've told this story before. Um, well, I'll tell it again. With a, a, I had a girlfriend who was like telling a story about some trauma and drama that happened to her. And she was like really getting into it and really like serious. And she was like starting to cry and, it was this whole like emotional trauma about something. And I, you know, she's, she was my best friend at the time. I totally care about her, but none of her upset meant anything to me. It didn't happen to me. I didn't know the other people. It was like, it had nothing to do with me. <laughs> and uh, so I wasn't getting upset. <laughs> like I, You know, I'm not the kind of friend that if somebody else is upset, I get upset also because I'm their friend. I'm not that kind of person. Well, that is irritating, Heather. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I know. (laughs) I've had plenty of people tell me so. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) So the funny thing to me, though, was that – all of a sudden she took all of her upset and turned it on me because I was not getting upset about what she was upset about. And to her in her world, if I wasn't getting upset also, then that meant I didn't care and I wasn't really her friend and like all, it had all this meaning to her. Right. And (laughs) she literally didn't talk to me for two or three days or something, which all of it just, I don't know why it just made me laugh. I was like, this is so ridiculous. (laughs) Well, I love how I can hear the smile on your face, even talking about it. (laughs) (laughs) I am literally smiling. But um, but that's a different way to function, and that's a, But the point with that, though, is what you were describing, Stephanie, is it's actually a choice to live at the effect of other people, and it's actually a choice to try and fit into other people's reality, their life, or point of view of how you should be, um, which really has yeah. nothing to. do do with you you know it's like her point of view that I should be upset really had nothing to do with who I am (laughs) well the other part is that if you really break down that conversation like a lot of people will be like I I get that a lot of people if they're new to some of these ideas would be like you should have been upset right like you that is what a good friend does and I just want to break down this conversation for a second so the conversation basically went the friend said, other people were mean to me. Is that what she said? Is that basically the breakdown yeah, of it? Was, other people were, yeah. or upset me? Yeah. Yeah, upset her about something. I don't even upset. remember. <laughs> okay, cool. Let's just go with upset her. Not even were mean to me. Other people upset me. Now, Heather, I'm going to tell you that other people upset me. And when I tell you that other people upset me, you better get upset because that's how I need you to be a good friend. Okay. Yeah. And Heather basically said, hey, um, we could do something different. I can love you and still be happy. I can love you without being upset. And then I don't have to be upset. You still have someone who loves you. Would that be okay? And the friend basically goes, no. 
that is not okay. It is not okay that you're happy. I don't yeah. want you to be happy. If you're happy, you're not a good friend to me. <laughs> now, this is a yeah. nice conversation. These are conversations that we have all, all the time that when we break them down to their nuts and bolts are actually kind of crazy. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now here's the weird thing like the more that we the more that I practice these tools the less people around me um the less people around me actually have the same tool set that I have <laughs> yeah my tool set Very keeps true. getting broader so the people around me may or may not be choosing the same thing now I can either have a conversation that goes like this why aren't you using the tools that I'm using? Um, now you're not my friend. Or I can just go, wow, these people aren't choosing the same thing I'm choosing, and our conversations are going to be a little bit different. So when I have conversations with people, I can't or I could. It, would be, it wouldn't be that much fun. Um, but we don't have to have everyone in our lives using the same tools that we have. And we don't have to have no. everyone in our lives wanting something different. So when – so it, it puts you in a really different position sometimes because you may move outside of the friendship where previously you did do it by going, oh, I will get upset at anyone you're upset with. And that yeah. is how I'll be your friend. And then one day you may be like, wow, you know what? I, it's not really fun for me to be this upset all the time because this is the only way we have friendship is by being upset at other people. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. This is starting to become yeah. a, a hobby that I don't enjoy anymore. Um, I would really <laughs> just like to be happy and let other people, if they're idiots, they can just be idiots, but they don't need my participation. Um, and I'm talking about idiots being unkind to the friend, you know, like, well, yeah. their choice. Yeah. So our new choices become, well, I can either um, – not be upset and tell my friend I'm not upset. <laughs> I can not be upset and I can pretend that I'm upset so that my friend has everything that she wants out of the conversation and I don't have to be emotionally volatile. <laughs> yeah. We can stop being friends or we yeah. can, I can look to see what kind of conversations would actually work for me if we were having them and see if those conversations are possible. So we all of a sudden have a really different, you know, as we're moving through and making different life choices, you may or may not find that your friends come along with you and then you have a really different conversation to make. So, you know, in that circuit, like in those, in those, um, in those new situations, if you are not upset, but your friends are, um, I give some sort of like overviews, but like what are some tools people can use with their friends as they're sort of going, oh, wow, you know what? This is really funny. I am making the choice to be happy. Um, so what am I going to do now? Because now uh, my friend's yeah. upset and I'm not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's I'm, I was just recalling the situation and – that was a really different moment for me because normally I, I, I would either actually also get upset or, like, be upset, like, show upset but, but know that I'm not really upset, but I could do a good acting job. <laughs> um, and in that moment, I, I, I have no reason why I didn't chose that. But for some reason, that moment, that day, I just was not willing to alter me for her. And it, that was a very, very different moment. And I didn't, 
it wasn't like uh, a consideration in the moment. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I wonder if I should get upset. I just, for whatever <laughs> reason, I just didn't, and I wasn't, and it didn't matter. Like, the more upset she got, the more humorous I found it. And <laughs> I was like actually trying not to laugh. <laughs> really the, like the effort that I was having at the moment at the time. And, um, you know, trying to keep a serious face and, and, but not buying it. And I, I think that's one of the things that was the most piss off for her is that I wasn't mm-hmm. buying into what she had going on is real. And and not even saying anything. Like I literally was silent. I didn't say anything at all. But it, mm-hmm. but by finding it humorous in my own head and not buying any of it as real or as something I needed to do something with, she could tell. You know, because people can tell when we're not going along with their point of view, right? And like I so said, she, I could hear the smile on your face as you were telling the story. Yeah. You can hear a smile even if you're not saying anything. Yeah. Yeah, or seeing the person's face, right? <laughs> so, so, uh, so that's what was going on in that moment, and so that was upsetting her even more. <laughs> you know, you know, beyond the upset she had with the other person, now she was also extremely upset with me um, for not, you know, making her upset real or important or valuable or whatever um, she was requiring. So, so I. So it really Well there I may have something to add there in that in that place yeah. that went, uh wait, where am I going? Yes. Yeah. The yeah. the there is something that I think you said that was really important, which is the the whole part of she used you not buying the upset to be more upset. This is a clear sign that someone is desiring yeah. to be upset. <laughs> like yes. there are people yeah. <laughs> right that, that that she valued that yeah. in that moment. And you know, there yeah. are people in your life that will value upset and they value upset more than anything else. These are the people that will be infinitely irritated, the happier you are. And then there'll be other people that even if they're doing upset, if you don't buy it and you just sit there with them and smile, even if they get angrier and angrier, there'll be a moment that it'll be more like, stop not letting me be upset <laughs> but in a funny way. Like, no, I want, yeah. I wanted to be, I wanted to be upset for a minute. I can't be upset when you're doing that. Like yeah. your reality will alter their reality. And even if they start to notice that their slip, the anger or the upset is slipping away, even if they want to hold on to yeah. it, they may start laughing themselves and even sort of joke that they wanted to hold on to it. You know, like, no, yeah. Yeah. so much fun being upset. Yeah. Why won't you, you let me be upset? You're so mean. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Which is a very different conversation. You actually can alter reality um, by not buying into somebody else's story or you get to decide discover that somebody really loves their trauma and drama, in which case, you know, you can pat yourself on the back. You've added to how bad their their day was. They'll get to celebrate that with (laughs) anger and upset for probably a good few more days. (laughs) And then talk about other two other people about how upset they are with you. (laughs) Exactly. Fodder for their upset. Again, you're welcome. Yeah. So the other piece I wanted to point out, too, with that moment is, again, I didn't think about it, um, but looking at it now, it was like I 
I absolutely was not willing to give up my point of view and what's true for me in that moment. And I didn't care if I lost her as a friend. And it wasn't, again, it wasn't cognitive. I wasn't thinking about that. It was just like, oh, you know what? I'm going to be me. And if she doesn't like it, okay. And it wasn't against her. It was actually a choice for me in a way that I hadn't made very often before that moment. And, mm-hmm. um, and that was, that's a very different um, kind of choice because I had spent so much of my life altering me to fit other people and their mood or their point of view or whatever they had going on. So that was a really, you know, uh, poignant moment and kind of a turning point, I think, in my life of beginning to not divorce me for other people like I had before. And, and totally well, I be want to okay point something out before you what? move on. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Go. Well, I just want to point out how, how brilliant that is and that that is one of the things that can start to make people really angry. If they've always yeah. had control over you by being able to be upset and then you come along for the ride – they're sort of being the yeah. lead in the relationship, and they're always leading towards more disharmony, less happiness, more <laughs> discord, yeah. more discomfort, more anger. And the second that you stop buying into it, their leadership role alters, and they're no longer the leader of discord and discomfort and anger because you're not yeah. following. And that can be a really upsetting place for someone to be where they're like, (laughs) you're supposed to do what I want. And what I want is to go to this angry place and you're not going to this angry place with me. So that was just a brilliant, a brilliant thing where you said, no, no, I started to choose for me. And that was irritating for this person. And again, there will probably be a couple different kinds of people in your life. One, the kind of people that when you start to step up, they go, oh my God, yes, Go for it, go for it, go for it, go for it. And then yeah, the other we'll people like in your life that will be like, screw you, get back in your box. Get back in your box, gimp. You know, <laughs> I'm your boss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, and I've seen it over and over again. It's like a person's true colors really show in those moments. At least to you, you know, if you're really... I always tell Heather to get back in her box, Gimp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of friend I am. <laughs> get back in your box. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I just lied. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The opposite is true. Um <laughs> Get out of your box. Get out of your box, Heather. (laughs) No, you're more like, you could have a box or not, whatever you'd like. (laughs) That's the friend you are. (laughs) Well, and so actually that brings up an interesting thing is that in having more allowance for myself, it did two things. It actually gave me more allowance for other people, like friends like that, who desired me to be upset when they're upset. Um, it also gave me more allowance for uh, opening the door to different kind of people in my life, like letting go of people that it didn't work for me and it definitely didn't work for them if I wasn't following, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so 
uh, it did start to change relationships and uh, in a beautiful way. It's like it made my life greater. That's so choice. interesting. I was looking this. I was looking this morning at people where um, I was looking at how many times people say, "Yeah, but I'll lose my friends," or "What am I going to do with the friends that are nasty?" or like as if there's something to do. But I was really looking at yeah. the number of friendships that if you don't actively maintain them, um, that they uh, won't talk to you anyway. <laughs> yes. <laughs> True story. I, I always thought that I was the worst friend. Like I thought that uh, uh-huh. out of all my friends that I was really the bad friend. Like I was the one that didn't keep up. I was the one that, you know, was bad at, I don't know, birthdays and stuff, that kind of thing. And, um, uh-huh. and, and was just a generally a bad friend. <laughs> like not if somebody called me that I'm a good friend if somebody calls me, but that I couldn't ever keep up with my friends only to realize as the years have gone on, that that hasn't been true at all, that for the most part, I am the one that's keeping up with everybody, which is really, ah. really funny to think that you're the bad friend who doesn't keep in touch with anyone, only to find out that if I stop calling, nobody's calling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, and the, yeah. another interesting thing that occurs, too, is that, you know, when you change how you're functioning, it literally like pushes people out of your life not with any effort or from like a meanness or anything, but there's things there energetically to connect or create anything. I mean, you described it perfectly with the call. It's like, you know, that friend, I think when I stopped buying into her trauma and drama, we were friends for a while longer, but probably maybe another year or so. Um, but it was never the same again after that, and it you know it faded away. It's like the the relationship just faded away because that dynamic that apparently she required uh, wasn't there anymore. And oh, that was the other piece that I had slipped my mind is that it oh god it just went again. <laughs> come back, come back. Sucker. I know. <laughs> um, Oh, that I didn't, I, like, I was, let's see, how can I say it? Like, I couldn't, no, since I was no longer, longer altering me to fit her reality, like, I was great being me, and she could be whatever she would like. Like, she could show up any way she wanted, and I didn't have a point of, I had no requirement of her to be a certain way or show up a certain way in my life, but because she, like, she did have a requirement of me to show up in a, as a oh, certain yeah. way. And when that changed, it's like we could, I could no longer be her friend from her point of view. So that was right. really interesting. And ever since then, it's been way more obvious how people function and if we actually can be friends or not, or if it's somebody who has decided I'm their friend but they have no awareness of who I am or somebody who does like me for who I am or, you know, it just, uh, I don't know, somehow it gave me more awareness of who people really are and how they function like really quickly and easily when I was willing to be me and not divorce me for other people because it wasn't about how I fit in their life or fit in their reality anymore. It was from, you know, I 
I'm willing to include this person. I wonder if they'll be including me or not. <laughs> and like, well, that's the weird part. Is you would, you yeah. would think that the more you're willing to the more you're willing to see that other people aren't including you, you would think that that would mean that you would have less room in your life for them. But I've found that it's the opposite, um, that I have yeah. plenty of room yeah. that I'm, I just sort of recognize. I'm like, Oh, that person doesn't really like being happy. And that's all. I mean, yep. like, Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And, and there's still room, like you said, there's still room in, in my life for them. Um, but oftentimes, it is the other thing of where they're like, yeah, but I can't have you noticed. I can't have you in my life. Yeah. Like, yeah. And you're like, that's weird. <laughs> so yeah. I noticed, but I'm okay with you, but you're the one like literally because there's no agitation or upset in my world. Now it's hard to be friends. <laughs> like, but, but what that is is that people have a yeah. certain sort of vibration that's comfortable for them. So if they recognize, if you've ever, like, how many people have frenemies, right? Those people who are. Yeah, so many. Um, so many. <laughs> the friend enemies, you know. Um, yeah. And how many people have friends like that in their life? And those are the people they primarily hang out with. And you're sort of like, well, why? <laughs> you yeah. have people that actually like you, but they can't. And it's because that, that vibration of always having something a little off, always having a frustration to talk about, always having something, it gives them something to do. And so if they enjoy yeah. having that thing to do, you will be the most boring person on the planet because you're not, you're doing something else. So you yeah. don't have any of that, you don't have any of that energy for them <laughs> to play with. So you literally, yeah. in their world, they just suck you. They, you are the one that's sucking them dry. <laughs> yeah. But because right. you're just, there's nothing there for them to play with that feels the way that they recognize friendship to feel, which is the, the, frenemy, yeah. the frenemy feeling. <laughs> right. Well, and that's the thing that is, can be so surprising when you start to become more aware of the people around you and who they are and how they function is just, yeah, there, there truly are people who surround themselves with people they actually hate and yet call them their best friend, you know, because they look right and they dance right and they go to the right clubs and they whatever it is, you know, whatever the criteria is. Or there's people that well, are you just said they dance sad. right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, right. It could be. Well, Who knows? One of your criteria. <laughs> These pretend people. That cracks me up. I love it. Oh, my God. Now I have one more thing to worry about. Do I dance right? Oh, no. Oh, my God. So funny. But it's like it's in every kind of uh, social group, you know, people who want to play video games all day. They're a similar vibration, and they don't want to hang out with people who aren't into that or or people who are whatever. It's like any – you know, it could be any group, but you see why similar people all hang out together is from this energetic compatibility and and from shared points of view, you know, shared judgments, shared points of view. And the, what's so interesting to me is I've found that, like, that isn't actually required to have a friend or create a friend. Like, there, there actually is no limitation to what, is possible for the basis of a friendship. <laughs> like, I mean, 
there's people who are totally What do you angry. mean? What do you mean? <laughs> Hold on. Hold your horses. Well, so I, I'm weird, I guess. <laughs> I'm really, really weird. So I found that I actually don't require to have everything in common with a person to what? be friends with them or enjoy them. <laughs> Darn it, I blew it. I revealed what's really true for me. <laughs> no one will like me. I won't have any friends. <laughs> so that's like a super weird thing for most people, though. <laughs> like to have no requirements of other people for who they have to be. <laughs> oh, my God. That's... Oh, my gosh. Huh. I may not have ever completely, com- like, completely really looked at this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm like, huh, I don't think I've ever said this out loud before. <laughs> like I just did. <laughs> I'm like, huh. I mean, I was looking at, I was looking at the common thread of my, of, of people that I either attract or have been attracted to over the weekend, I was like, Oh, you know, uh-huh. this person's vibration's really clear. This person's vibration's really clear. This person's vibration's really clear. Well, like who do I normally, like what, what, what's been sort of a common denominator? And uh-huh. one of my friends had said, Oh yeah, well the thing about you is you like people with, what was it? Strange points of view, I think. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> which made me want to like only only hours later did I think well that's why I like you um and you know like oh dang I didn't get to say that out loud while I was there um but <laughs> but I did start to look at it and go oh there is a certain kind of vibration to that like strange point of view kind of person um yeah I, I may I may or may not count you as one of those people <laughs> That's uh, I would count. You count you as one of those people with strange points of view. Yeah, I like that about you. See, I knew it. Oh dang it! I revealed it. But uh, but yeah, so like to me, the fun part of all of that though is, what if none of it is right or wrong or good or bad? Like, you know, whatever you really enjoy, have it. If you are the kind of person who really likes to get together with girlfriends and talk shit about other people, and that's your thing, <laughs> and that's what you you've love, got plenty of people to choose from it. on the planet. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so many, <laughs> so so many. <laughs> <laughs> good job good but, job yeah, yeah but uh you know it's like I really a lot of the show is about getting clear about what works for you and having it and having that be okay <laughs> so Absolutely. oh my goodness <laughs> We have gone over the 30 minutes, and we didn't even notice. I was being a terrible driver today and just let us go on willy-nilly. So thank you, everyone, for joining us on the Good Girl's Guide to Being Wrong and Happy. Apparently, we uh, we do show up every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific. But as of late, we may or may not go for 30 minutes we may go for 30 or 45 or an hour um so if you want to 
add to the fodder that we are um, playing with on the Good Girls Guide to Being Wrong and Happy, please feel free to call in each week um, or some week. You don't have to call in every week. Um, <laughs> or feel free to send us messages via Facebook. Uh, the Good Girls Guide to Being Wrong is our uh, name on Facebook. and Or you can send messages, I think, via the Blog Talk Radio platform, yeah. which you can find it at the good girls guide to being wrong.com. Yes. So thank you so much for joining us for another wild, <laughs> wacky, weird show. <laughs> the good girls guide to being wrong and happy. <laughs> With your next week. Jeff Richardson and Heather. <laughs> Bye everyone. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> mm.